You're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. If you need a spot to read your comics, you should check out Watchtower Cafe. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's more than just a coffee shop with comics. It's really a hub for the geek community in Salt Lake City to hang out. They have board games, video games, good coffee, and comic books to boot. You can check them out at 1588 South State in Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'd never heard of it until I've then. Never, yeah. I've never Somebody heard of it until Somebody was that the other night at the bar. It's just, funny you mentioned that. I want to call you, like, Prince, or is it, like, is it a Minnesota thing? What? You wear a lot of purple. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, color of royalty. <laughs> Are you recording? Oh, yeah. No, right, I'm not perfect. saying it's a bad thing. It's a good color for you. Yeah, it's just yeah. I've noticed recently. It brings out your eyes. Spider-Man wears a lot of purple. Yeah. No, purple it's a good shirts, thing. Got a purple hoodie. Is it a Minnesota thing? I don't think so. I just like purple. What about purple I bet, rave? I bet subconsciously I it's a Minnesota thing. A Vikings thing. He sees a lot of purple. No, I don't think it's a Vikings Did thing. I tell you about my tour of Prince's home? <laughs> No. Oh, when I went home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's hear the shit. I toured. We went to Paisley Park, which was Prince's home slash studio. And they got really mad at me because. Because <laughs> you brought fentanyl? No, no. <laughs> You're touring. And the tour guide is like, hey, uh, so like, here's blah, 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 blah. And here are the doves that Prince owns. They're still alive. Uh, if we're lucky, we might hear them sing today. And I said, excuse me. She goes, yes, you, sir, in the purple. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, what time will the doves be crying? Because <laughs> the doves don't cry. <laughs> just kind of storm. Just know what because I heard. You're probably like the 800th person to make that fucking joke. Like every day she like she puts on her pants and comes into work just knowing and then, like some asshole. Who's the asshole? We also had crying. this crazy woman in our tour who is like a nutty Prince fan, also probably on the spectrum. She was not quite right. Like the purple spectrum? <laughs> probably the autism like the spectrum. Autism spectrum. <laughs> oh. Yeah, top of the one you're on. But uh, like would ask these quite like I felt bad for the lady. Like my thing was funny. This is just like we're walking around and we go into like Prince's like bedroom area. And she's like in this piano, it's like a million dollars. He had a custom made, blah, blah, blah. And then there's just like doors out to a deck outside. She's like, and what's that? <laughs> and she guys like, it's a deck. He barbecues out there. Like, what? <laughs> what, what is this? Did they really say he barbecues? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I can't imagine deck. Prince being like, I want a hamburger. <laughs> like, just like, where he makes pancakes. That's why the doves cry, because he grills them. <laughs> Shut the dark. That's dark. That's dark. So, uh, that sounds like fun. Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. Good night, everybody. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Comics and collectibles. You, my friend, talking about Lego Batman. Oh yeah. So I haven't seen the movie. It looks great. It, it comes out this really? weekend as of this recording. I've seen one review on the AV Club, and they said this is garbage. So I heard it was pretty fun. The toys or the Legos for it look pretty awesome. The AV Club. So the, the Legos are awesome. Yeah, the they AV Club can eat a dick. Yeah. The 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 I mean, they might be able the to. uppity movie reviewer on NPR who also wrote a history of like Batman in film, like a whole book on it, said this might be one of the best Batman movies ever made. I'm stoked. 
Me too. Super stoked. Yeah. And I just saw the trailer it. for Ninjago. The yeah, movie, I didn't know they were doing that. Great. And I don't know shit about the they're Ninjago with... line. It's, but a, it's the Lego Ninja oh. line. It looks so funny. Yeah, but they, they're doing it. Uh, it's the next the Lego movie. It's Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So it's not, because they've done other like straight to video Lego movies, but it's weird because it it's not like the Lego movie where it looks like actual Legos and the way things, the mechanics of that universe. You know, they can bend their arms and squeeze their hands together and all this other stuff. And they've done some Ninjago movies like that. But this is the Lego movie presents the Ninjago movie. So it's yeah. going to be everything is ninja. Maybe. You should watch the trailer, is great though. when it you throw really a Chinese fun. star. I'm interested. I, I cried really... during the Lego movie. Oh, yeah. Straight up. Every Show. time. Which part? Craggle. Uh, it's usually the end when you realize, like, it's a father and son who don't see eye to eye on things. I don't know why. I have like a pretty good relationship with my father, but for some reason, dad shit always makes me cry. <laughs> have you watched uh, About Time? Nope. Go watch oh, that. You'll ball your yeah. eyes out. You'll ball your eyes out. I don't want to do that. I, it's I don't a great movie. It's a great movie. It's uh, Big Fish. What Jesus the fuck Christ, is his name? Dude. Oh, the guy from Big Star Fish, Wars. I love Big Fish. What's the ginger in Star Wars? Oh, I can't remember, but About Time is a fucking amazing movie. I was movie. talking about it it's, is, the dad from, <laughs> it's the stepdad from Shaun of the Dead. Paul Nye, or he's the dad. Timothy Paul Nagy? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Paul Nye. Yeah, Paul Knight's oh. the dad, and what then if he's the new Doctor. Ooh, oh. I'd watch that. Again. I don't think he ever did better than when he that's, was the villain in Underworld, though. Victor, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hard Sorry, bass. I uh, hard brought bass. my guitar with me. <laughs> Check. But yeah, yeah, you want to ball your yeah. eyes out? Go, go watch about, about time. time. Is great, and I and that's I watch. Too. I love that movie so much. I watch it like twice a year. Rachel McAdams. I'm in one of the Weasleys. Ooh. What? Isn't he a Weasley? Mm, Not the lead no. guy, but aren't all British redheads Weasleys? Okay, he's a Weasley. <laughs> Mildly racist. Now, he's from Star Wars. I no, can't remember his no, name. White Star Wars. The ginger guy. Not Eddie Redmayne. I'm dating a ginger so I can use that racial slur. The ginger guy. It's not a racial oh, slur. Suddenly ginger's a racial slur now? Please. Yeah, it is ginger face. Mm-hmm. What? Next you're gonna Whoa tell there. me they have souls? Please. Whoa there. She's she's a genetic mutation. She's a mutation. Yeah. She's, she's a genetically inferior individual. Listen, it's a proven fact that redheads have a higher pain tolerance, so we can make fun of you more. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway. Uncomfortable laugh. I'm going to hear about this later. Hi, Danielle. <laughs> As a result Love of the you. new Lego Batman movie, of course, there's a bunch yes. of new Lego sets coming out, or that have come out. Do they um, ever stop? Like, isn't this just like... Let's get all the money. Yeah, isn't that Lego yeah. Company's job to release Lego sets? Well, right. But oh, I mean, these are the Lego Batman. The Michael sets. Sarah Robin ones are crazy. Yeah. The, the big eyes yeah, and the, the short shorts. Yeah, they're, re- <laughs> yeah, nice. they're really cool. I, I picked up a couple of the smaller ones uh, to get like Batgirl and Robin and Catwoman. The Catwoman figure is really, really cool. Um, I got Bruce's or I got the Batcave, which is a lot of fun. It comes with a bunch of different of his suits, but they're ridiculous. Like one is like a gold... <laughs> A gold, purple, and red, or gold, purple, and white rock star Batman suit. And then another one's, of course, like a scuba suit. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, the one I want to get is the Arkham Asylum one. And it's got, it comes with like all the villains from the movie. And the way they're, they're differently designed than like, uh, I've got a Poison Ivy figure, but this Poison Ivy figure is totally different. And so it looks really cool. It sounds super they're cool. really fun. Um, and they're they're more whimsical, obviously, because it's you know the Lego Batman movie. So what's right? like the big set? The big set, it, the the biggest one is the Arkham Asylum set, and that's about I think it's one fifty, and then the Batcave is one hundred, and then everything else is 
some pretty big lower sets. than that. Yeah. So, like I said, I want to get the Arkham Asylum. I already have like the actual Arkham Asylum one, like this more like the Batman Arkham Asylum, the Schmersha Schmersha one. Yeah, sure. Mm. And uh, I want I want this other one because of all the villains and stuff. But they're pretty cool. So again, if you're into Legos and you like Batman, the frustrating mm. thing is I've got just so many fucking Batman minifigs mm. now because. Every DC Lego set, I've said this before, comes with a fucking Batman minifig. So one of the big selling points actually for the this Batman uh, Batcave set is he's got a clothesline thing for all of his suits. And it only comes with three extra suits to put on it. And I've got like seven more that I can put on there, like an Arctic one and a space one and stuff. So I'm going to, when I unpack all that stuff, I'm going to fill that whole Arctic. thing up. Arctic. Arctic Batman. Arctic Batman. Let's hang out with... Uh... Andy Warhol. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Just heard Art Dick. Campbell Soup. Anyway. <laughs> we, we both went to art school. It's all right. Campbell, Campbell so, Soup. No giggles. That's you guys it. went to art school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Graphic, graphic design. Well, I mean, Applied like community art school. Yeah, we went to Slick <laughs> hey. for an art program. You guys art better Same than thing. I do. Same thing. It's true. Fuck you both. Um, I was harsh. Spider-Man Kota How do you say uh, Kota Bukia? I never. Koto. Bukia. That's what I always say. Bukaki? I don't want to say Bukaki, and it's very close Koto to that. Bukia. I got a Bukaki Spider-Man. Plus. Yeah, I, saw, Dude, I also are, have one. Their it's artifact stuff awesome. is so it's great. Good. How great is that base? I tried explaining, but like, I needed you to see it. It's amazing. It's this metal little base, and it's the Spider-Man logo, like the you know, the eyeballs and everything. And Spider-Man's feet oh, are magnetic. Oh, that's cool. That's all the Kotobukiya. Are they all magnetic? They're all magnetic base. It's like hardcore magnetic, too. Yeah. Would you say you're all about that base? I'm all about that base. No I was going to go put it on my refrigerator. Please you put do. that Spider-Man anywhere you want. Don't do that. Take a picture. Put that's it on your Instagram. That's game you're playing. It's like a $50 plastic thing. I know, but come on now. Well, I bought an Iron Man helmet. I didn't put that on the thing. I have a, I have a late edition. <laughs> To Wait, the agenda, ladies and gentlemen. The full size Iron Man helmet? Yeah, you guys want to see a picture? I'm going to break yeah. a ruler real quick. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh my God. I wanted to buy I'm this. I'm about to but spend $60. I couldn't either. And then JJ was like, I picked up some toys from JJ and I still have to get some more from him. But he's like, here, I'm giving you the Spider Man as your birthday gift. So this Iron Man thing is basically free since you were paying me for the Spider Man. I was like, fuck, man. Hold on. Please hold. I don't just say that. While he's looking. Late edition, late edition to the agenda. Kid Robot has released a six inch bad tina from bob's burgers oh it's so it's cool it's so good and she's got her the erotic friend too. fiction book oh my god the gene one there's great a gene too. there's gene in his burger costume yeah there's there it's um, no it's, it's um, beef squatch beef squatch yeah oh, oh you're right god. with detachable squatch head yeah i do have something negative to say about um about kid about robot it. where the fuck do they get off releasing a 650 dollar eight inch vinyl figure Actually, so people, I'm looking at an Andy Warhol Campbell's yeah, Soup can figure right now. It's like a hundred dollars. They they sell that shit. I don't Dude. know how <laughs> people buy it. Dude, so this it's a, a full size Iron Man helmet. I didn't put the batteries in it yet, but you can close it and it lights up. How much does that cost? Jesus. I don't remember. It was like 60 bucks. It wasn't that's cheap. it, dude. It was pretty cheap for what it is, but I got it. Is that I, from like Marvel Select? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I got it and I wore it and I walked into. Uh, the house with it and Danielle just laughed and she looked at me she's like well, what are you gonna do with that and I'm like that was it like that was my plan <laughs> where are we gonna plan. put the stupid thing I just wanted to walk in the house with it on sell it to John I'll sell it to you 100 yeah. bucks you know you're gonna have it's got Lucas in it at in least it. once I found my cap shield <laughs> twice my friend twice oh yeah yeah 
I'm still watching. I'm gonna wait for it to go down a little more. You'll get it. You're gonna get it, boy. Uh, uh, yeah, Spider-Man. It. I have my next one coming up. Dude, I think I get it next week. Agent Venom is, is next week. That's not too bad. I I don't know if I. I'm not going to pre-order them, but if I'm in the store and they're there, I'll probably pick them I up. I think as they're they come. only ordering them for me. I don't think they got any extras. That's good news for me. Um, yeah, I mean, all I really collect is X Men, Batman, Spider Man. So I'm okay doing this whole line. Yeah, I need to pre-order I've been their the stuff. Their uh, Ibuki figure for uh, next month. They're never fucking hyper when you guys are here. <laughs> And today they've been nuts. Yeah. Nick's talking about Tom and John. Yeah. (laughs) We just can't stop biting each other. Tom's chasing his tail. I'm excited. No, I've I've been impressed with the Bukaki line. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, man. I mean, they're nice. They're not like incredible figures. I like how they come separate. You snap them together. Yeah. The magnet stuff is really strong. That's a marvel thing. The DCs are actually all one piece, which I don't love. Like yeah, all my Batman yeah. ones are just like one solid thing. I think it's just the more I think because huh. on the Street Fighter figures I buy, it's the same way. They're one solid piece, and you just snap them onto the base. Huh. Yeah, but well, yeah. I like in the sense that like I'm probably not going to break these. Yeah, they you know, seem pretty durable. That is my whole thing yep. at this point because I break stuff. I yep. bump into cabinets, and you know, like I'm just it clumsy the old they bastard. Don't really break, so that's why I get them. I've been digging that, Tom. Tell us about the Pink Avenger. I'm so excited Tell about, us about this, your guys. Game. I mean, yeah, oh no. yeah. the Pink wait. Avenger. Wait, wait, do we? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before we jump into your collectible, okay, something happened to John, and he wants to talk about it. Oh yeah, what? I was really excited because he like I pre- love when things happen to he John. He pre-hyped uh-huh. it before we had like started recording. This is like my favorite thing that can possibly happen at a comic book slash collectible store. Is I walk in and. I have been going to the store for two years. There's been this statue there forever that I've always wanted to buy but can't justify buying it. Yes. And today I go to look at it as I do every week, similar to uh, Wayne Campbell and his guitar in Wayne's World. (laughs) He just goes to Guitar Center every but never. And uh, sure enough, it was broken. And this is like the greatest thing that can happen because it's a really minor break and an easy fix, but they automatically have to drop the price for me. And now I can justify buying the thing. Yeah. Because I have super glue at home. I'm Did totally you super say, stuff. do you take cash? <laughs> oh, I think I'll buy it. So, wait, wait, what is this? Not thing? today, my good man. Not today. He's pulling something out of a box. So I got the Batwoman. Oh, hell yeah. That woman statue. Stoked. And you can't see it, but the cape on this thing, just just incredible. I mean, let's just. It's on this side. Oh, yeah. All right. My nice. bad. There it is. That's so, really cool. So what broke, what's broken on her? One little gauntlet. Sorry. One little gauntlet blade. And did they just have the gauntlet fix. blade? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sitting right there. Yeah. It just. That's awesome. Someone little... moved it and bumped it, and it just. Chipped little dab of super glue. Little dab of super glue. Totally fine. Hey, speaking of, I need the zap a gap. Yeah, I should just give you wooden bender, and you can like fix it. And then oh, just... is he made out of wood? No. Oh, it's okay. a kid robot. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. This is Batwoman. She's a Jew, so this was and a lesbian. big come up. And a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. She loves. That's why as you're much as you. The feminism thing because you're a lesbian. She's Jewish. And a lesbian on her dad's side, not matriarchal like it should be no but because of that 
the dad's sister is Martha Wayne. Batman's Jewish. Batman's a Jew. Oh my God. <laughs> the logic is sound. <laughs> is a <it> Jew? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Batman's the Jewy Jew. side comes from your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was taking offense to it or not because you kind of had the sour face for a minute, but then you're just like, no, no, that's that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. Totally. Hey, listen, I took Middle Eastern history. <laughs> Bad you. <laughs> episode Maybe title. Episode. All right, now, now I want to hear about your. I have to chase dick. it down the alley. I'll chase it down the alley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. all right, so can we talk about the Pink Avenger? Yes. All right, so this all started. With a text message. Of um, your dick. Of my dick. So I'm sending this dude these pictures of my dick. And he's like, speaking of pink stuff. No. Um, <laughs> so I have a buddy that I. I've got this drip. <laughs> <laughs> what does this look like to you? Does <laughs> this look infected? Um, Looks like <laughs> Krang's arm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Poor Anna. Name of the episode? God, there's so many. What about Nicaragua? No, we're doing we're doing Crank's arm. So tell me about your pink Avenger. All right. So anyway, I have this buddy that like he's he like there's like there's a guy in every community that if you need stuff, <laughs> you show him your dick and you get the stuff you need. So this is this guy for me. I so we're talking about I think like some other arcade stick we had built. Oh, I just built a hitbox, which is an arcade stick, but instead of a joystick, it's buttons. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking about it, and he was like, "Oh, by the way, I just got back from San Francisco, and the Mad Cat's warehouse is selling all of their defective arcade sticks to this guy, and he's throwing up on eBay for just dirt fucking cheap." So I go to eBay, and like um, these Mad Cat's arcade sticks are about two hundred and thirty bucks a pop, brand new. Wow! And they're selling them defective for. Like fifteen dollars, ten dollars, and you know it it comes as is. You get what you get. So I'm like, yeah. So I ordered two of them. I won one. The other one I lost. And he ordered one, and one he he bought like fifteen of them. But the one of the ones he won, I'm like, oh, actually, I would really like that one versus the one I have. And so we we traded, and then worked out a deal. And then I started going online and buying up parts to build a new arcade stick. And my theory behind this was, like, I'm a large bearded person. I am not small, so and I'm covered in tattoos. How awesome would it be if I sat next to somebody with a bright pink arcade stick when I'm playing them in Street Fighter? In my mind, that's funny. Maybe not, but to me, like they're gonna be like, "Oh, look at this big bearded motherfucker." That thing is. Stop being so heteronormative, Tom. (laughs) God, right? Can I see it? Yeah, yeah. So not your dick, but the the stick. (laughs) Then your dick. That's kind of heavy, so maybe just. So, when I got it, it was. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so if you look up for those that so there's not pictures, for those watching or listening, watching. Um, I'll take look a up, picture and put it on the post. Perfect, yeah. So when I got it, it was just the body, a top metal plate, and that joystick without a head, without the ball top that you're holding there, Lucas. You're, so that wasn't on there. Your pink adventure had no balls. Had no balls. So Yeah, welcome. <laughs> so, oh, and it had... It had like the basic wiring, but it didn't have like the PCB board to connect to the PlayStation or the PC or anything. So it had like no internal wiring really. So starting from scratch, (laughs) (laughs) I uh, bought up all the parts and have been slowly assembling it over the last like month, month and a half. 
And uh, so, yeah, it, I mean, I think it cost me, once I was done, I think I spent about 130 bucks building everything. And you got to build it. But I got to build it, and it works great. Um, the thing about this one that I like is it's built for, like, it's built a little more for travel and for um, storage. So you can actually, Tyson, if, you, if you're very careful with it, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, have yeah, you met Tyson? <laughs> I'll open it. But there's a button right underneath it that you push in, and that whole top plate lifts up. And then I can like quick swap buttons, quick stop swap the ball top. Um, but actually, the USB cable's in there, so just push that in, and just lift it slowly. Hold the bottom. There you go. And just lift it up slowly. Oh, oh pass. Tyson, Tyson, stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried because it should go all the way up. But we'll look at it. That's what she said. But <laughs> my favorite part is these normally have. <laughs> oh. Great. Now my arcade is broken. Give it some Cialis. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I just didn't want to pull it any harder. So the best part is, is I uh, I only had I had the black arcade like USB cable, and I found a pink one. <laughs> so everything down to the USB cable is pink. And then I have a friend, depending on their free time, because this has a spot to put like a shoulder strap on it, so you can carry it. So I have a friend that crochets, potentially crocheting me like a bright pink so it's shoulder strap be a purse. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> I love so, it. Functional. What are, the, what are the two white buttons? Uh, so uh, start and oh, options for PlayStation. Okay. And then you've got your PlayStation button. You have your touchpad right here. And all your other buttons. Damn. So, yeah, pretty I, sweet, dude. I built a bright That's pink really arcade cool. stick, and I put I play a Buki, so a Buki's all over it. Good times. Hell yeah. That's but yeah, awesome. when I got it, it had no art. Now it has art and a little pink bezel. Where did, where did you get the art from? Uh, I made it. I found a bunch of Ibuki art that people had done, and then I Photoshopped it all together. Oh, cool. And then printed it and cut it. Very nice. Nice work, Tom. Tom went all out. Look at you, Mr. Tom's, Handy. Tom's Craft Corner, next, everybody. Next stop, we're going to finish your basement. Oh, shit. I've got $600 to buy wood with already. Finish your basement. I'm working on it. <laughs> Good job. Keep having to cut out more walls. God, right? What was that thing you posted? Did you have to like, was it a water, like your water main was leaking? Did you guys hear that? It's Rebecca's favorite part. We're talking about <laughs> home, home renovations. She's not listening. She's dead. Yeah, yeah, so, real, so, had a drip. <laughs> so really quickly, I went downstairs. <laughs> I was going to lay some hardwood floor in my... Right, you're going to lay some pipe like you do. No, lay hardwood floor in my geek room. Yeah, lay some pipe. And I was picking up the hardwood floor, and the last piece I picked up that was on the ground, I picked it up, and the backside of it was all wet. Fuck. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I look, and it's coming out from underneath the wall. And it's not like a puddle, it's just moisture. So I'm like, oh, fucking great. So I peel back some of the 1986 wallpaper that's on on there, and I can see the black mold stain. Uh, meaning there's black mold on the back side of yep. it. So I start just peeling off the wallpaper, peeling off the wallpaper, find where it ended. Just kind of looked at it and said, well, this isn't healthy. This has got to come out. Went and got my brother-in-law's truck. Went and got a Sawzall. Tore that bitch out. Apparently it was just a leaky drain pipe, um, which a friend of mine, uh, t- Jenny's dad actually, mm. told me that uh, houses built around the late 70s and early 80s the a lot of the uh, black PVC that they used was defective hmm. and the glue wouldn't melt the PVC and bond. And so a lot of people have had problems with that if their houses were built in that. And so that, that's what happened to us. So essentially every time while I was running the sink or the dishwasher upstairs, a little bit of drip. A little bit of drip and it would just run down the side of the <laughs> it would just run down the side of the pipe and eventually just saturated everything. And so yeah, instead nice. of laying floor I ended up Did you want to replay that? The drip that ran down the side of the pipe and saturated everything? <clears throat> Sounds good. That sucks. There you go, Rebecca. God rest your soul. God rest your soul. Wake up, everybody. (laughs) Wake up. All right, let's talk about comics. comics. Actually, uh, 
I don't have much to talk about this week. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Good night, everybody. Oh, what's this wow. villain stuff? You got? Yeah. I don't Marvel know. Villain so it's more. I've talked about most of these. Kingpin Bullseye Bull started this past week. Pretty similar to what's already out there. Kingpin is just the return to New York. They've kind of incorporated Wesley from the Daredevil oh, yeah, series. Yeah, and from the cartoon. He's now a heavy part of it. Um, it's just him seeking redemption, essentially. Mm. He's actually trying to fix the city. He says he's a changed man, but there's like... That's kind of weird. How hints of the old Kingpin, which is similar to what they're doing in uh, the Doom Iron Man series. Irredeemable Iron Man. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's one of the weird things I like about comics sometimes is everybody assumes that in comic book movies or television that everything's derived from the comics. Infamous Iron Man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. people don't realize that the influence is the other way because Wesley's character is a character that was first introduced in the 1990s animated Spider-Man cartoon that many of us grew up with. He was an original character in that, but they incorporated him into the live-action Netflix Daredevil series, and now he's being incorporated in the comics. And yeah. I'm sure he's probably been incorporated in the comics before, but, but I do know nothing he was, but I do know he was an original like character he wasn't to that in cartoon. Any of Bendis's run? I don't think so. I, I'll be honest. Head, I've never read a single Daredevil comic oh or God, Kingpin dude. comic that has anything to do with Wesley. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, I'm okay. a big Daredevil. I was gonna fan. say like okay. you fucking poser ass bitch. No. 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 I've, a lot of Daredevil. See, I've got more Daredevil comics than anything, okay. but I've, I've never seen it. Tyson keeps him reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bullseye is pretty much a Deadpool book, but like more murdering. Stabby He's not Deadpool. like a good. It's all ill intent with Bullseye. You know, Deadpool is usually trying to help people out and it just goes wrong, but that's kind of what they're selling him as. And that's fine. It's fine. Are they it's painting more... him as crazy, funny Bullseye? Again, I don't like when they do the humor stuff with him so much. Kind of, yeah. I, I was. Yeah. I didn't love the book, but it's more, this is the most I've seen in as long as I can remember of villain books running at the same time within Marvel. It just feels like between Suicide Squad all this going on in Marvel, uh, the Deadpool movie, the the shift. There's been a dynamic shift in comic books, which everyone knows over the past twenty years. But like, why? Why is that? This, I'm asking. This isn't a rhetorical like the, question. Like, why, like why the, the heroes to the villains or? and the anti Why are people so intrigued? And it's not even anti-heroes so much anymore. It's just straight up villains. They're running out of stories for the heroes. Is it that? I don't know. I mean, look. What at, do you think it look is? Look at our landscape in America. People love the villain. Sorry, I'm not trying to get political. Here. Well, no, no. I, I, You're getting political, son. I know. I'm, I'm trying to tiptoe around it. I don't. Want, I don't want to go but, down there. No, road, my but, my but, wife like, loves the Kingpin character in the Daredevil Netflix series. Yeah, as you know? do I. He's I mean, a fucker. Yeah, but she can't help but just be. But I think it's he's an interesting a, character. Yeah, he's an interesting yeah. character. I My like his character. So she was she was super right. excited when he showed up in season two because she didn't know he was going to be in season two at all, and so she she loved that part. So well, and I think yeah. like to to try to tiptoe around being political again, but I think one of the reasons, like I I know a lot of women that really really like Harley Quinn. And, and I think the reason for that is because Harley Quinn is like everything a woman has been told not to be, right? And so there's like that feminist piece as well where... Yeah, but there's that weird dichotomy too where she's always been written to be in like this super abusive relationship yeah. and just Which goes is, along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which to me is like the 
But she and overcame it. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not. Similar to the ending of Split, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, well, she currently Cut overcame it. Currently, but yeah. You know, it's always a back and forth, you know. But anytime she's with Joker, it is a fucked up physical, verbal, oh, mentally awful. abusive relationship. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I'm not. Like, I'm just saying that's that might be some cue to it. I mean, I know I grew up loving Spawn and still love Spawn, and it was like the dark anti-hero part of Spawn that made me like him so much. Right, but again, that's anti-hero, not villain. Hmm. And I and I think I do think like Harley Quinn, and then same with Catwoman, and even to an extent Poison Ivy, because they've got what is it the Harlem the. Uh, sirens of Gotham or whatever. Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, the, the, they've become anti-heroes, I think, in the, kind of a Suicide well, Squad type deal. tweaked yeah. Harley because she is now, next to Batman, your top character in DC. Yep. Yeah. So you need to tweak that. Um, same with Deadpool. Right. Always kind of been an anti-hero, but I would put him more on the villain side than the actual hero side up until fairly recently. He's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. He's an agent of chaos. Um, I don't know. I just. But it's weird it... because if you take someone like Harley Quinn, who is historically a villain and gains this huge fan base just for whatever reason, and then you start tweaking her to be more likable. Aren't you kind of stripping away some of, I mean, people became fans of her the way she was. If you start tweaking her to make her more accessible to other people who might be like, oh, who's this Harley Quinn character? I want to, you've presented almost like this bleached out version of her. That's how I felt reading the Harley Quinn series. Someone gave me the first run. I think it was the first eight issues of her first series. I believe it was New 52. Mm. I think it was the New 52. And I didn't care for it at all. I was like, this is everything. Not that I loved Harley Quinn to begin with. I didn't, but like I appreciate it because I grew up on Batman the Animated Series. Like, Yeah, same here. I like Harley Quinn. I, I, I like Harley Quinn just fine. I don't fine. think I she's really God's do. gift to characters. Uh-uh. But like, And I hated the book because that's exactly what they did. She's got... I mean, it's very similar. It was just female Deadpool is pretty much how it was Right by DC. She has a group of other mercenaries slash villains, and they're trying to do good in the world now, and crazy antics happen. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It seems like we're shifting back. I guess my point was, is this happened with, like, Frank Miller. Things got dark, you know? Right. 80s. Spawn. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And then it shifted back to not being that way. Well, I think comic Things... books have always kind of done that. So it, not to not to go out on the like whole NPR nerd no, tirade, please. but there's the there's the guy on NPR who reviewed the Lego Batman movie who had also written the the book mm-hmm. of the, the the film history of Batman, and he talked about the dichotomy between the '60s Batman series, which was originally supposed to be either a Superman series or a Dick Tracy series, but they couldn't get the rights to either, but they still wanted to do a campy fun show. And they could get the rights to Batman. So they turned Batman into a campy, goofy television show. And just because they couldn't get the rights to two other people. And a lot of people, for everyone that loves that Batman and grew up with it. And so, you know, despite the fact that, oh, that's not really quote unquote who Batman is. Like every movie in like since then has been like a direct rebuttal to that. And he talks about how the character of Batman ebbs and flows, you know, between how dark he ever is and and how heroic he is. Um and then, you know, he brings it all the way back to the Lego movie where like this is like a really good mix and of the fun Batman, 
like, the the most the thing that struck me the most that he he said about that movie is that this is probably the most emotionally mature Batman movie, period. <laughs> like end of sentence because of like the the character growth that that happens through it. But so it's not just the the villains that go through the darkness stuff; it's the heroes too. But I see what you're saying. Like if I read a Deadpool comic and or not Deadpool, sorry, a Bullseye comic, and he's all too crazy, you know, talking to himself. That's not that's not bullseye. They're 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 molding him to fit what's popular in the pop culture right now, which is Deadpool, you know, to try to capitalize on that. That's it. That's that's really all I had. That's... I will share this just because it happened this morning. I read like every X-Men book for the past three weeks this morning. And it got me to thinking, because there's a lot of Wolverine going on right now between mm-hmm. Old Man Logan being an extraordinary X-Men and Old Man Logan itself. Then there's all new Wolverine, which is X-23. And then she's in all new X-Men as well. So like pretty much every X book I'm reading has a heavy focus on Wolverine in some form right now. What what a shitty power he has. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Like I was thinking about it. and Who, Wolverine? He just a healing factor. That has got to be the most miserable fucking power in the entire world. Like you feel the pain. You feel and every single thing every time, but you just heal from it, and then you just live a long time. And like, so you can't die from to do that. Pain. The Wolverine in Japan movie was on. Like, got back to my hotel room and the, the Harry Wolverine. Potter. Yeah, yeah. The Harry Potter movie. marathon was over, so I switched over to that, and I was just like, <laughs> it's like he gets shot, and he's like, oh, this hurts so fucking bad. Oh god, and he's like struggling. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of just. I mean, Wolverine's awesome, but man, fuck that. Sucks. And I've I always thought about that as a kid. Thinking about that, and I was like, well, maybe I like. Do you get over it at some point? I was like, because like emotionally, like someone dies now. I'm just like, yeah, people fucking die. That's too bad. You know, like I don't really, I don't get broken up. I'm sorry. Like you guys yeah. die. Like I'm gonna be like, I like that dude a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, people die every day. It doesn't. Just, so like emotionally. I can heal and not feel the pain anymore. But then physically, like I was like, maybe it just shuts off. Like your neurons just stop firing as some your pain receptor, but they don't. Like, I've, they I've don't. thought about that too. Like, but does he ever at least even get used to it? You know what I mean? I if your know, body's like, if, why if, does torture exist? I because remember... you, people get tortured for years and they're still being tortured. It's not like it becomes less yeah, torture. Yours is one thing. But that's that what quote. About, like, 30, 40 He's years. He's got the first X-Men movie yeah. when she asked him, like, does that hurt? Every said, time. Every yeah. time. Yeah. Little bit of pain, whole lot of pleasure. <laughs> you think he's got a fetish? <laughs> You'd have to develop one after that long. <laughs> Definitely into butt stuff. Probably not. The he's probably just like, tie me you know up what? and tickle me. Okay, here's some questions. John. We yeah. gotta figure out fetishes for different superheroes. So Wolverine, you think he has a tickle fetish? Yeah, definitely. What's What's Batman's get... fetish? <laughs> I mean, obviously, he is getting a prostitute that is going to act like his mother. And he's going to revert to a child. He's going to be in diapers or like footy pajamas. That's where I hoped you'd go with that yeah, one. Yeah, of course, obviously. What about the Flash? I mean... Pretty similar. I hate to say it, but I yeah. imagine the Flash is also or like that. Or he like hires a girl and she like she pretends that 
it took more than a second. It's uh, <laughs> like my favorite meme ever. Someone took a photo. It's like a disappointed woman and a guy with his head down on the edge of the bed, but he's got a flash mask on. <laughs> Easy. But what, what about Spider Man? Bukaki. Uh, older women, right? <laughs> <laughs> older women. <laughs> Aunt May fetish. Yeah, <laughs> and he has an old I'm man. I'm gonna come watch. in the room, drop my books like a klutz. You're gonna scold me. Your name's May. You're the only answer to May. Yeah. What about what about Cap? I don't nothing, dude. He was like 1920s. Yeah, you know? like it's just like he wants missionary. Missionary. <laughs> missionary. Nobody talks. Yeah. No under, eye contact. Under the sheets. A firm handshake after, and they both walk away. Lights off. <laughs> no sound. I just say he's got a thing for blondes. You mm-hmm. know, blue eyes. Yeah. This this took no a skin. weird turn for this. Call, call me the Fuhrer. Which which superhero has the foot fetish? Hulk. <laughs> Hold on, John's really pondering this. I'll yeah, see he's, he's putting some thought into this. I don't know. Don't know. Aquaman. Maybe. Seeing lots of people swimming. Yeah. He's, always... he's got that bottom up view. <laughs> yeah. He's always no, seeing the. I feet. doubt it, dude. <laughs> Aquaman is the I ultimate. I think we all player. know where Aquaman's going. <laughs> A lot of lonely years from like age twelve to age seventeen. He's the one that taught the dolphins. He's just trying to figure things out. It's kind of you ever see that Family Guy? Where they're like, yeah, Peter's not allowed at SeaWorld anymore. <laughs> he just keeps looking at the blowhole. <laughs> He's getting kicked out. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Green Lantern. I got this one. Yeah, go for it. Giant green fisting from the power ring. That's fucked up, Tom. <laughs> That's too far. Can we all agree Tom just went too far? Time to end this episode. Good night, everybody. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. Catch you guys next week.